The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, everyone. Kenny from Nashville here. And after a long day of listening to some crappy death metal, I like to unwind with the Eric Zane Show podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your host, Eric Zane. Another edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Wash, rinse, repeat. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of this great state of Michigan, this wonderful peninsula. Uh, this amazing, this amazing landscape, snow. And that's like the big thing right now because starting at 4 a.m. Wednesday, this is, of course, Tuesday, the 4th of uh, January, and then uh, the 5th will come. And then at 4 a.m., a winter storm warning is hitting. And it is going to extend all the way till Thursday night at like 7 p.m. Now, I wouldn't normally sit here and go, hey, guess what? There's snow coming, guys. But, uh, well, maybe I would. But the princess of the forest, Madison, has, um, well, she has to travel from boyfriend's house in Indiana. Uh, is it Carmel? Carmel? Carmel, Carmel, Indiana. To here. And, well, I can't have that. She's supposed to travel at the height of this storm. So I'm worried. And uh, she's supposed to do that tomorrow. And I, I just said, okay, these are your options. You either come home now, today, or you stay there until Friday. There's no traveling in this nightmare. Because there's a story out of, oh, God, where is it? Somewhere in the East Maryland, I believe, where I am not kidding you. It is an absolute shit show. There was some massive pileup on uh, one of the major arteries that go through that area because of this storm that ripped through recently and hit the East Coast after it uh, blasted us here. And like six semis are all tangled into a big pile of molten steel and death. And so 
the traffic on the interstate there stopped. They, you know, they, you couldn't do anything. And then the snow piled up even more. And those people have been there for like 15 hours in their cars. My God, we're talking about thousands of vehicles in a miles long traffic jam and no end in sight. So, you know, you got like uh, uh, people who are like, um, what do you call it? A diabetic that are needing medicine. And if there's anybody that has a grabber or something like that, let alone having to go to the bathroom, people with dogs, you know, people are like melting uh, snow for water. No one's eating. Oh my God. It's an absolute nightmare. They had some dude on the today show uh, who happens to work for NBC news. And they were like interviewing him. He goes, I don't know what I'm going to do. So this is freaking me out. I sure as hell don't want Madison traveling. So it's kind of bumming me out right now. We'll figure it out. Uh, we are almost to the uh, almost to the minute when I drove away. No, three years ago to the minute, I was driving home. Okay, from BBL, sick. I love reliving this story because in hindsight, I cannot believe I didn't see this coming. Three-year fireverse, happy fireversary, happy fireversary, happy fireversary, happy fireversary. Um, I had already had my pay cut in half with a contract renegotiation. Months earlier, they're like, ah, we, we just can't pay you. And uh, you're a liability because you're a hothead. So we're cutting your pay in half. They actually cut my pay in half. Okay, yeah. Week before this happened, a big uh, big staff meeting. We're, we're announcing a, a big change to the radio station. And Ben and I are like, oh, man. They're going to announce that they're putting a rock station on the air and we're going to be the cornerstone of it. I cannot believe we were that naive. And then I had overheard uh, fuckface Gates and Michelle having a conversation about me in their studio because you can like hit a button, the aux button, and you can actually hear the microphones somehow through some weird technical loophole. I can hear them talking that I'm going to get fired. And though they said it, I said, no, no, there's no way, right? Come on. So they were in on it. And uh, I still was, I I still had no clue, none. And then uh, I remember calling Sam Mills. And uh, I said, hey, uh, is it, you think this is a couple days before? do you think there's any chance that they're going to fire us? He goes, no, come on now. No way. Now this is going to be good for you and Ben. Oh, okay. And then that Friday, the 4th of January, 2019, I started like uh, getting sick. And then I, I remember at 7 a.m. I puked. And then at 8 a.m. I puked. And I said, Ben, you and Sam got to do the show because Sam was sitting in. You got to finish the show. Left a message with scumbag Lori. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm sick. 
And I and that was my first hint something was wrong, but it didn't resonate when I sent it. And normally she's like right on top of it. She's like, you know, as soon as you send something, she's going to send something back right away. Not a, not a word after I said, I'm very ill. I'm going home. So at, uh, at about this time, 8, 13 a.m. that I'm talking, I was uh, traveling back. And I remember pulling up in the driveway and Aubrey and Jim still live with us with the kids. And I said, I, you know, Aubrey's probably going to think something bad happened if I walk in the door at this hour. And so is Diana. So I walk in and I go, hey, don't worry. I'm just sick. I, and I actually said, I didn't want you to think I was getting fired or something. Fucking A. <laughs> but I was. 9 a.m. Uh, Marcus gets fired. He comes in to Ben and says, hey, I just want to say uh, it was good work. They actually let him say, say goodbye to people. It was good working with him. Ben's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And then uh, they, they call Ben in. They deliver, the, they deliver the bad news to him. Sam realizes heads are rolling. Uh, I'm asleep. I've been throwing up. I got this terrible flu. My phone's been buzzing. I'm trying to rest. And then I look at it. She says, everybody's getting fired and they're looking for you. I'm like, oh, no. So then in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, maybe they're going to say, hey, we got rid of all the dead weight and now you're wide open. <laughs> Just some stupid scenario. <clears throat> and it was this dude, Bruce Law, who's a really nice guy. He used to, he was a GM there. I guess he just retired. And uh, him and Crystal, who's wonderful. I love Crystal. Like, hey, Eric, uh, we got to let you go. We're firing you. I go, oh, okay. Well, I was actually at the toilet throwing up going, oh, okay. All right, thanks. No big deal. And that was that. So I posted a uh, video to Facebook. I had this big beard at the time. And at the time, I thought everybody got fired, including Bill. So I announced that Bill got fired. Bill hadn't been fired. Um, so that was a mistake. But uh, no big deal. At the time, it was like, ah, whatever. Um, so I like to show this. This is... Um, then I got a phone call from Wood TV 8. And they said, hey... Um, we know you're sick, but do you want to come in and talk about getting fired? And I go, well, yeah, of course I do. All right, here you go. I hope I get this right. I've been struggling technically lately, so bear with me. A big shakeup on the West Michigan airwaves tonight. WBBL 107.3, the longtime sports station in West Michigan, now with some new programming. The change resulted in layoffs, including some well-known voices. Joining us now in studio, one of those personalities, Eric Zane. Eric, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, the pleasure's mine. Thank Look you for having me. Skinny as shit. Any inkling this was coming? How did you find out? Oh. This is a funny firing story, and I apologize because it's almost awkward that I'm smiling because, but I, I try not to let this stuff get me down these days, and I've been through it a lot, so if that's weird. Um, I had to go home to... But by the way, I have a lot of... Uh, gay vibes i don't know if you notice this about me but i'm so animated here i'm always like huh, oh uh, yeah and i i just i just i am a very gay man i mean look how gay i am i'm wearing a a turquoise shirt and that's a face of a man who's getting ready to take one right in the keister okay that is super gay and i've got so many gay friends who love me they would agree i look like there should be a penis in my mouth. 
day early because I was I was sick. I had to get off of the air and I had a couple. There's nothing masculine about me. I'm just gay. Of the other talents fill in the last hour. I went home, I was sleeping, and then my phone started to erupt and said, heads are rolling here and they're looking for yours. So that was it. And I was like, oh no, this is it. And I did not expect it. It was a big out of the blue thing. So it was very shocking. This has happened to you before, as yes. you mentioned. Because <laughs> you're, you're a loser. And I was watching some of your stuff on social today, and even your wife was saying, get out of radio. Are you done with radio? Um, well, I can't work in radio for extended time as uh, the non-compete plays out. That was such bullshit. I had like a six-month non-compete. So, you know, you would think that if you get that type of, where you can't work, they would pay you. But no, it was a shit contract. They, I go, well, is there any any compensation? They go, well, you get your last paycheck. What the fuck? Um, but I have really, um, as much as I love it, I can't really worry about it for an extended time. So, I by the way, look at that dick. Could these pants get tighter? Look, look at how that they're bunched up there. That is a big ball of dick right there. You can actually see it right in this zone here. My, I might as well not have pants on here. I've got to do other things in order to feed my family. So I'm going to podcast right away. Um, and I think that that might be great for me. So there you go. You hear that? You hear that? Three years later. I'm going to do that. And um, who knows what else? You know, I've got to ask the question because a lot of viewers probably wonder, is there any chance of you re no. uniting with your old? No. Is that, uh, do you rule that out? Never. Yes. I never rule that out. Yeah, I am ruling it out. The greatest years that have ever taken place in my life. Um, no, absolutely not. And I think a long, long conversation would have to. Take uh, place no conversation will take place. Still hurt and angry about it. It never really did get fixed, and I've done things that have upset them, and they've done things that have upset me, but. I don't think they have the room, though, to be honest with you. I think they're more. Yeah, they've got they've got enough people crying set with what they have. But you never know. I never rule anything out. You You've know. indicated you want to stay in West Michigan. And of course, you're still working with the Griffins. We'd love to see you at the games. Of yes. course, that doesn't change. Griffins and the drive. OK, in fact, the drive tomorrow night. So that has been I've never gotten tired of that job. Uh, either of them. They're they're so awesome. And I, I love them. So, yes, I will be part of those. Well, we apologize. We apologize for making you shave. I'm glad I did it. Did you see that? I tell you, I am. I everybody. If there's any gay audience members that are into teeny weeny, uh, short, uh, uh, Arab-looking men, uh, any any men look men looking for men, this was the video for you. Uh, because my wife just hated the beard, so you know. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you it's, were rocking uh, that holiday beard. Yes, yes. But uh, Eric Zane... I'm just a herky-jerky mess. ...com for everything now. If you want to bookmark it, because right now I'm selling T-shirts to survive, and that's where the podcast will be for now. Okay. So. More to come. Eric yes. Zane, good luck to you. Not really. Not, not, not much of anything to come. Again, we're all uh, kind of... Uh, Concern for you, of course, well, uh, getting you. that thank news. You. But uh, yeah, and I and I think it's I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was in a very dark spot three years ago, and I have got. But I fixed my shit. Gotten some mental health um, treatment, and I am okay. And uh, thank God to the doctors and my family for their support. But I'm okay, and I know a lot of people are worried about that. So yeah, you get knocked out. Uh, probably less people today worried about that than 
than there was back then. Oh, but you got back up. That's exactly right. And we will continue to do that. All right. Good to hear. Thanks. Eric Zane, thanks for coming in tonight. Thank you. Fucking <laughs> day I get fired. Wander over the stupid TV station. Shit. Uh. All right. Okay, now the key here is for me to turn these volumes down. Because if I don't, two things will play. I'll be talking, and then you'll hear like a soccer game from 1982 or something like that playing. Well, yeah, so three years ago, and then I, uh, that was a Friday, and then Saturday, um, I didn't do anything, and then Sunday, I podcasted here. It was a Sunday night, and posted it on Monday. Um, in October, when Ben and I got suspended because we got in a fight on the air, I did uh, set up podcasting things so that I could do I had to actually set up the Patreon spent a weekend doing that because just in case but I, I think my own brain was telling me hey you're fucked you better come up with a plan B fast so that was my that was my plan B um, when I got fired from Freebird I had purchased most of this stuff that's here now I've had a few upgrades uh, thanks to you um, but I hadn't even considered well, no, I, I, I put it all away when I got the radio job. But, um, so then sure enough, had to, uh, had it all, had to put the plan in motion, but honestly, uh, and so there's, there's, uh, uh two or three fireversaries anniversaries at about this time. You got this fireversary and then two days in two days on the sixth, it's all, it's the one year, uh, anniversary of the insurrection. When you dumb shits charged the Capitol. It's also the three-year anniversary of the podcast launching. And then Fireversary from Free Bear and Hot Wings. When was that? I um, It was a week before the Super Bowl that I think Peyton Manning was in. So it was six years ago. I think... I, you know, I, I don't know. I'd have to actually sit, go and compare dates and things like that. It was uh, the first or second Friday. I think it was the first Friday in February of 2016. That's when that fireversary took place. And then two months, almost to the day after that fireversary, that's when Michael Gregg got fired and I took over that show. That poor son of a bitch. Oh, my God. I fired him twice. I fired him when I came to GRD, and then I fired him when I came. I called up BBL, and I said, can you, because with iHeart at the time, Fagan hung up on the Italian. The Italian was the agent. He hung up on him when they when the agent said how much money I wanted. He actually he didn't say goodbye. We can't afford it. He just hung up. So then I said, okay, well, let's call up Cumulus. And I talked to Jeff. Well, I didn't talk to him. The, the Italian talked to Jeff Cartwright. And they said, yeah, we're interested. And my pal Troy Hansen, who still works for Cumulus, is the director of rock programming. He put in a good word for me. And they said, okay, let's talk. So then I went out to um, uh, lunch with Cartwright 
and a guy by the name of, uh, I forget his name. He was the general manager at the time. No, he was the uh, program director at the time or operations manager. I forget his name, but he was, we sat down to eat. And while I was there, just by chance, two or three people came up and said, hello. And they go, yeah, um, who did you pay to do that? They actually thought I had paid somebody to come up to me. And I said, I didn't do that. Come on now. And uh, so then we scheduled another lunch. And Cartwright said, I am deliberately not telling you where to go until we're on the way there. And he did that, I swear to God, because he wanted to see if it could happen again. And he didn't tell me this till after the fact. But sure enough, that happened. I get there, and it happened again. Someone else came up to me. And he's like, I was like, yeah, dude, we were crushing it on Freebear and Howings, the most listened to show in the history of Grand Rapids. It was. Uh, and so, which by the way, I just saw something that I am shocked by. I just, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away because it's illegal and I could get people in trouble. But when we were on the air there, we dominated men, 1834, men, 1849, men, uh, 2554 persons, which is men and women, 1834, 1849 and 2554. We were number one in those six demos. And with great regularity, female as well, number one. And something's changed because they're still number one in those men demos, 1834, 1849, 2554. But they've fallen to third 1834 persons. For the past, like, five, six ratings periods, they have been second and third behind uh, BCT and Mojo in the morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., which is if you, that it was impossible that, I mean, it was quite, it was so substantial of a lead. I can't get into the raw numbers of it, but I can tell you place first, second, third, fourth, fifth, things like that. But I cannot tell you the actual numbers because then people would get in trouble. So that's crazy. Um, so that was, uh, that's kind of like the rich, long history based on three-year fireversary. Ladies and gentlemen, you are looking at or listening to a bench press legend. 160 pounds yesterday. 160 Oh, yes. Getting strong now. Uh, I am just stoked about that. I uh, went to the gym yesterday and uh, I saw Team Knuckle Dragger there. They helped me out. And uh, I was, I did have a goal of 150. And then I, uh, I, I bumped it up to 155. Rattled off one of those, and then I bumped it up to 160, and I was strong on that. I think I could have gone up to 165 and maybe even 170. But uh, so I'm stoked about that. Thank you, Team Knuckle Dragger. 
This show is on Twitch each and every morning at about the same time. 8 a.m. right here. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. All one word, Eric Zane Live. Or Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you would, even if you listen to the audio podcast, please go to that address and hit follow. Okay? You can get the show live anytime you want as it happens. Just like on the radio. Aram says, I thought he meant he is 160 pounds. No, a little off from that. A little bit off from that. Because I finished, first of all, I ran for about 30 minutes yesterday. And then uh, I actually ran hard at the at the end of it. And uh, I got down, I was uh, running at about 7.05 a mile for extended time. I was pretty happy about that. But my God, am I fat. Because then after that, and I crushed the bench press, I went home and it was time to eat. Couple of chicken breasts. Actually, uh, one chicken breast just cut in half. Seemed like two. And then a salad. I'm thinking, oh, that's great. You know, that just just call it a night right there. But we have this cherry pie. And uh, there is actually one half of the pie left. And now there is about one eighth of the pie left. I took the biggest fucking piece of pie. And just murdered that pie and then washed it down with about 10 of those little uh, Reese's uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Those little ones. Went upstairs, jumped in the shower. Ahead of time, I looked at all the knots in my belly because I'm such a fat fuck. I now have to lift my belly to shave things down there in my manscaping. I'm lifting my belly. It's that bad. Patriot Nick, I'm thinking about you as you continue what is now day four. Day four. No smoking. (laughs) Come on, man. Not easy. Not easy. Seriously, one of the hardest things in the world you can possibly do. Okay. He says, still chugging along. The desire for a smoke is deep, but I won't give in. My God. All right. Hang in there, buddy. Thinking about you. Really thinking about you. Um, Check this out. Queen of the Forest. By the way, uh, real quick. Twitter, uh, Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, where they've just broke ground bigger and more amazing things are happening as that business expands. First, they changed the sign. Look at that. And uh, now there's uh, big things going on at uh, at their location. There is a uh, some type of backhoe breaking ground. I saw the video this morning. Everybody there is excited. They are in, they are increasing their reach, their empire. That is just spectacular. Queen of the forest. Substitute teaching kindergarten this week she's gone right now back with those five and six year olds i guess uh she always uh, she told me yesterday that the uh one kid called another kid a butt face which sounds awesome Uh, another child was trying to kiss all the boys which of you listening on the live stream right now on twitch would be the one to do that my vote is Amanda. 
yeah, I'm going to say it's Amanda. Okay. I picture five-year-old Amanda um, grabbing other boys and, I mean, like in headlocks. She doesn't have to chase them. She just goes up to him, sneaks up on him, and then grabs him and puts him in kind of like a rear naked choke and just starts kissing him. That's what I picture. One day you're going to be a vibrator. Queen of the Forest. Reading to the kids. She describes it as she goes, uh, have you ever heard of this story? Uh, uh, and she she starts to give me the background of the story. I've, I've never heard of it, but uh, I actually have it. I have a screenshot of the book. And in the illustration, you see a branch breaking. And the author wrote for this book, and it's story time. All the kids are gathered around the queen of the forest. They're sitting crisscross applesauce. She's holding the book up. She's reading it, you know, like like George W. Bush when 9-11 happened. She's sitting there, like, holding it up. And then, you know, one kid gets to turn the page. Well, the way it's written, there was a cold lady who swallowed a stick, a long brown branch. What a pick. Now, I'm going to pause right there and try not to steal the thunder of the story like some of you would like to do. But the way that's written, there was a cold lady who swallowed a stick, a long brown branch, Saying what a pick is such as a thing. I mean, you would only say what a pick like when you're describing a basketball game. You would never like say, wow, look at this branch. What a pick. But so what the queen of the forest said is probably something that would actually fit more. And it, there was a cold lady, she said, who swallowed a stick and then she said, a long brown branch, what a prick. And so she's there, and the, there's, there's no other adult. So she says it. She doesn't say prick, uh, and then just stumble through it. She says, prick. She actually said, a long brown branch, what a prick. And I, and so I start laughing. I said, did one of the kids, like, say, oh, yeah, BBC, or anything like that? Was there... Was there any, any, and she goes, no, not, not a single reaction. And, uh, I'm like, oh my God, that is spectacular. I go, you must take a screenshot of what you had to read and, uh, and, and send it my way. Oh my God. A long brown branch. What a pick. What a prick. Whoever wrote that had to have known. Uh, that, that the teacher was going, that a teacher would say that that is a joke bomb, uh, by the freaking author of that book. Jesus. Fantastic. Just wanted to share that with you. She's back at it today. Uh, Facebook is back alive. The ban has ended. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Please follow me there. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter. 
Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Stand by. <coughs> Excuse me. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Thank you very much. If you're following me already, if not, please follow me on those spots. As well as YouTube. The almighty YouTube. Brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Follow the channel, please. Bell notification. Thumbs up if I post. And uh, there you go. That is, uh, again, brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank, the tank, fuss. Oh, my God. I posted a picture, by the way, on uh, Twitter. I'll get to it here. And I'm... This is an image I uh, I posted. And I'm going to share it with you right now. Of the microwave. And uh, the ridiculous amount of smudges on it. This is an Aram. Aram says, how do you know you didn't do this? Do you have a, uh, a fingerprinting machine or a, a way to tell whose fingerprints are what? And it's like, dude, it's not. You got to understand, he makes food and it gets all over his hands and then he does not wipe them and then he touches everything, everything. If I walked up to that camera right now and touched it, you would not see a smudge. If the NFK made a sandwich and came up and touched that camera right now, I would be blurry. You would not see me because there'd be a tablespoon of mayonnaise on the camera. Would you look at that? One, four, zero. It is so ridiculous. That is every single day of my life. Every single day of my life. Got to get you into my life. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh, my God. Uh I have a, uh, a, a a list of things that I have to do when I get done with this show. Wipe down with the uh, fridge. I have this uh, method spray anti-back. I, I, I wipe down the handles and uh, of everything has been touched. It is an absolute disaster. If I let it go for one day, you, you seriously, it's so fucked. The microwave, I use the Windex for that. And then I know the cabinets that he touches. I have to wipe those down. I have to wipe down the salt and pepper shakers. I have to pull the stove out, okay, because um, the liquid that he pours there at this one spot always goes down between the stove and the cabinet, and then he pours salt, which always goes down the same gap. Well, the salt mixes with the liquid, and it's rusting my fucking stove. It's every single day I have to do this. So, uh, Aram, uh, no, I don't need a fingerprinting kit, you idiot. All I need is eyes because when I touch those buttons, it doesn't leave a massive food smudge. People are suggesting that I taste it. <laughs> Luke says it's semen. We got a guess for butter. Cheese maybe, creamy too to be too white to be butter. Ugh. Unbelievable. Holy crap. Just another day. 
Just another day. So gross. Amanda says, I would go crazy. Well, that I do, and I did. Nick with the uh, uh, extra gross poo mixed with buttery goodness. And I did go nuts. I had a big brawl with Diana about this. And I'm like, we need to have, we need to go and yell at him or something. We need to do something. And um, I haven't, but I have said, okay, buddy, can you wipe your hands? I've had this discussion and it doesn't work. It does not work at all. It just, you know, that's why, unless I put notes everywhere in the house, it's like more trouble to do that. I'm just going to keep doing this. I've just processed it. It doesn't bother me anymore. Come on, Diana. Let's go kick his ass. (laughs) Fuck. All right. He's been extra nosy lately. Um, and it drives Diana nuts. This part of the NFK does not drive me nuts, but it drives Diana nuts because if I walk out of this house without telling him what I'm doing, okay, he is trying to hunt me down. Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Shit, fuck. Where's Eric at? Where, where is he? Did he go up in his studio? Is he, is he at the radio station? What's he doing? Uh, no, he's out plowing snow. Oh, and he's out and he, he always have talked to you about this. He always has to know where people are. And it, uh, I said, that's why I said to Diane, I go, you got to tell him, you got to tell him where you're going or else that's a problem. Like the day when she comes down, the, she's coming down the steps of the fucking suitcase. And I go, have you told your brother yet where you're going to Florida? N- no. Well, I've talked about it like with him nearby. I go, you mean you have not approached him and said, hey, guess what? I'm going to Florida. And you're, you're, a, she's the car that's picking her up. Her friend is in the driveway. She's got her coat on. She's getting ready to go out. I go, you're just telling him now? Oh my God. Just fucking tell him. And then uh, I go, Kevy, did you hear that uh, Diana's going to Florida? No, I didn't hear. She never tells me shit. Oh no. Fuck. Just tell him. I actually have more wits about me when it comes to, you know, working with him than Diana does. She gets more frustrated than me. I've, I spend more time with him here at the household, you know? All right. The show, uh, boy, I got to be out of here right at 10 because I got smarter than a former drug dealer trivia today. So let me just, uh, before I continue, first of all, let me promote that Patreon. I love that Patreon so much. One of the reasons why I've been able to podcast for three years. Thank you so much. If you're ever like, ah, oh, Zane, I here want to throw some money at you. The best thing to do is just sign up for the Patreon. Okay. Because I give you something. I, I'm, I just, I, uh, it's, it's the way it, uh, it's gotta be. I love putting content up there. It gives me an opportunity to do even more podcasting and make this my job. So if you really want to help out the show, Sign up for the Patreon or gift somebody a Patreon membership. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane, all one word. It was the first inclination, uh, the support I got on Patreon, that I could keep doing this 
for a living. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've helped in the past or if you're thinking about it right now, thank you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I put new content up there. Oh, uh, see, five days a week. Sometime more than uh, one bit of content every day. You've got the Patreon bonus podcast, the lost Zane recordings from the BBL days that I release twice a week. Uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which you can win cash on. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get it before it airs with no commercials. And uh, then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which uh, it's supposed to be back Thursday. I Well, I reached out to Ding Dong. Yes, Thursday. Thursday, we are back after a two-week hiatus on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with a live audience. A live audience. If you're ever like, how do I get in on the live audience? Would you just, if you're on Patreon, just send me uh, your email and I'll, I'll hook you up. You can hang out with us as we do the show live. We have a live audience on Zoom. The open of the show brought to you by Tag Accounting. They're back. It's tax season. Okay. This is the time of year. Um, what is their website? Make sure I get this right. I think it's tagcpa.com. It is. Uh, this is the time of year that you're going to start getting documents in the mail from your employer, whatever. You got to start thinking about taxes. You got to make your appointment. Now, if you heeded my advice one year ago and you jumped on the tag accounting bandwagon, uh, the Gins is going to reach out to you himself. But if you're new to this, I have an absolute dynamo when it comes to taxes. And there is absolutely nothing better than just, here, you do it. Oh, my God. The process is simple. First, reach out. Several ways you can do that. Troy, T-R-O-Y, of course, at tagcpa.net. You can call them, 616-301-9516. Get any of this information that I just said at tagcpa.net, T-A-G. His uh, name is Troy Ginzer. I guess his middle name is Anthony. So it's tag accounting, which I once said, good thing his first name isn't Frank, because that would be weird. If, But boy, would that be funny. Uh, so there you go. Tagcpa.net. Now, uh, I like to do the face-to-face with him. And I just bring a pile of my stuff and I just hand it to him. And then he click, click, clicks and does his thing. You can do a face-to-face. But there's also the web portal. And, okay, you basically scan and upload everything. And he's going to, when you sign up and you reach out to him, he's going to give you a list of things you need to do for a successful tax season. I suggest you do those things. You will have to do some diligence and your record gatherings and shit like that, but uh, you send it all along to him. The day the day and time he does your taxes, he's going to give you a heads up. Be near a phone, 1 p.m. Thursday. I might call you for some clarification. And then that's it. Now, anywhere in the United States, so no matter where you are, you should be banging on the drawer, uh, the drawer on the door of the Gins. Troy 
Genzer, who is deadly from beyond the arc. Tag accounting, tagcpa.net. Do it. Reach out to Troy. Please mention me. Get out of the habit of doing your own taxes. And the tax laws are changing ridiculously. There's there's new child tax credit info for 2021. And it's just, it's an absolute hodgepodge of shit that we've had to deal with for the last two years. That if you do this on your own, you're going to fuck it up. Don't do that. All right. JM Synthetics. If you, um, let me, let me back up. JM Synthetics distributes Amsoil, the best lubricant known to man. They invented synthetics, synthetic motor oil and lubricants. And, um, the only way you can get it is through distributors like my friends at JM Synthetics. Now there is a method to this madness. If you go to the website, jmsynthetics.com, there's a website there. I'm sorry. There's a phone number there. 616-747-0233. Shop. Shop to your heart's content, either by vehicle or by product. Figure out what you want. Then call or text that number that I just mentioned to you. Say, hey, this is, hey, I'm, I'm listening to the Eric Zane show. I want some stuff. Okay, what do you need? You tell them. And then it shows up at your door. You're going to do a little Venmo transaction and off you go. That's how it works. JM Synthetics. JMSynthetics.com. Then, of course, A and E heating and cooling. Uh, it's freezing out right now here in Michigan. Furnace is working overtime. If you have not yet have it to, if you have not yet had it tuned, uh, well, first of all, it's not running nearly as efficiently as it should be. So it's working harder, burning more fuel, uh, costing you more money. If you get it tuned. It will be more efficient. Something to think about as energy costs are sky high right now. If you have an after hours uh, need, it breaks down because you didn't listen to me. Um, 616-516-8579. Reach out, call or text A&E Heating and Cooling. You must mention me. If you need a new install of a new furnace... They're going to install the Cadillac, the comfort maker. And you're going to pay less for any of these services than anybody else in the business. Go ahead and get your estimates from the other guys. Make sure Joe Martinez is last. He'll beat it. If he doesn't, tell him that he needs to beat this other estimate. And he'll go, ay, ay, ay. And then he'll beat it. 616-516-8579. If you are in West Michigan, that's who you call. All right. We need to kind of unpack uh, this story. The guy in New York City is shit-faced. And he wants to get on the subway. He goes walking up to the little, uh, to the turnstile there, which they're not the easiest thing to jump. I mean, back in the day, you could quite literally just get a running start and hurdle them like freaking Edwin Moses. No problem. Uh, They've they've got a little bit uh, more structure and solidness to them. If you've ever been there, you have these uh, apparatuses here. 
And it's uh, quite an operation to actually get over it. But it's not impossible. The video I'm going to share with you tells the story of a guy, some drunk fucker, walking up to the turnstile on the subway. To, and he can't pay. So he doesn't have a ticket. And he's going to try to get over it somehow. All right. We're going to watch numerous attempts here. There you go. Warning. The video contains images that some users might find disturbing. Okay. He's drunk. He he drops his phone. Did you see that? He actually dropped his phone there. He's like, okay, I, I can do it. He's hammered. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I fucked up. Oh, shit. I got to try it again. All right. Now, look at he's obviously he's struggling. He's having a terrible time. Okay. Now, the next the next clip, the next moment is this is the least of the last seconds of this guy's life. He's about to die right here. I am not kidding you. I'm not even joking. Watch this. Zoop. Okay. And they pause it because he hits his head. On the concrete, his neck broke, and now he's and now he's dead. The guy died right there. Holy shit! Twenty-eight year old dude, two dollars and seventy-five cents, tries to get over the turnstile at Queen Station, and then that happened. I was actually a little bit concerned about watching it. I have not seen it all the way through. They've only showed it up to that point. JDB3304 is trying to drop. Is he okay? That does not apply here. You are not allowed to even try the joke. If I've said he's dead. I said he's dead. You can't say, is he okay? Thank you, Kate, for sending this, by the way. What an idiot. Well, just the physical ineptness. How could you? Fuck. I mean, that's not, that can't be that impossible to get over there. And uh, I haven't been able to find it anywhere. I think I would watch it if he hit his head. Because all you got to do is just, you know, tough talk him and say he's stupid uh, to be able to get through this. Darwin Award winner, absolutely, says Amanda. But I can't find it anywhere where he actually hits his noggin. But then the cops show up. They're like, what the hell went on here? And the dude is gone. He's just freaking stone cold dead. Uh, fatality at the queen at the queen's turnstile. Like I can't even show if you look at this. Here, here's a better view. I mean, look at this. Can he go under it? <laughs> Forest Hills, 71st Avenue train station in Queens. How hard is it? Why, why wouldn't you go under and why don't more people go under? I guess people like, well, I don't want to run the risk of being caught on camera and then somebody busting me. I'll just pay the $2 and 75 cents. So he goes, decides to go over it and then that's it. Oh, holy shit. My God. Okay. So that's one story about somebody hitting their head. I actually have another story, not not the same, that 
uh, I just saw on the local news, and I also couldn't believe it. Because it's an update on a story about um, here in West Michigan, uh, people love to uh, go sledding and stuff like that. And this is an update about this, uh, this, uh, this young boy who was seven years old. And uh, the mom goes to a local trail. And all I saw in the headline was, uh, one year ago, this little boy was badly injured while sledding. Okay. And uh, I thought, and there was a story about uh, how at the local children's hospital, they're making a, they've been making a big deal about how every year at this time, there's always a vast amount of injuries. Now, look, uh, I have been on those hills, and there's one in particular that is legendary near where I live. It's called Charlie's Dump, and it is a wild ride. And there's protocol, okay? First of all, any snowfall, you're going to get about 50,000 children there. Okay? And they're going to immediately pack down any of the powder until it's a sheet of ice. Charlie's dump was the scene for the world-famous Joe stunt where, you know, we should probably watch that. Producer Joe Truck Tire. That was spectacular. Shouldn't we? That would be fun. When he says, oh, my knees, I'm so injured. It, uh, it, it's seriously one of the greatest things ever. So you're going, how big is the tire you're going to get in? Like, where does it come up to on you? If you stand uh, next to it. My- comes up to my chin. Oh, that's so. a that's okay, pretty so big they, Yeah, that's a five foot five foot in diameter probably. And and yep. how wide is the tire? Uh about two feet wide. So oh, there's plenty perfect. of room for you. I'm seeing various jokes. People are saying Joe was a little boy then. You inside the tire. Yeah, you're gonna curl yeah. God. your body inside of the tire. I got in I already uh, got into the tire. They brought two uh to give me one with the perfect fit and uh <laughs> it's pretty it's snug in there. Good. Okay, yeah, that's good. what you that's want. You don't want to go you, flying out of it. Joe, Joe, you sound more confident now after uh, after checking this out. Um, yeah, not really. But yeah, I, still a little I scared. I'm just uh, realize that it's going to happen whether I want to, okay. want to or not. But when so, you guys were talking about how uh, th- th- this is part of the abuse and bullying, I'm sorry, I can't help it. I can't fucking help it. Can't believe I agreed to this. I started to rethink you. Uh, this and I thought, wh- why did I? Yeah. <laughs> right. this? Because yeah, there's it was, no turning back. We weren't pushing it anymore, and you said, "Hey, whatever happened to that?" And we said, "Well, you didn't want to do it." And you said, oh, "It might not be so bad." And we said, "Okay, okay, yeah, you good. should." Okay, yeah, okay, cool. Thank you, right. Joe. Yeah. I don't care about whether you get hurt or not. I yeah, know. the you'll, delay. You'll mend. Well, the problem with hitting the delay is afterwards your voice sounds so funny. <laughs> yeah, it always. Yeah, it, it has to catch, catch up. The quality of the show. So. Joe, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being certain and one being unlikely. Where would you rate your feeling as to your likelihood of getting hurt? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never done this, so yeah. don't don't speculate to further the bit. Just I don't, you know. <laughs> I ten. It's very highly likely that I'll be okay. hurt. Yeah, not on a no scale one, of no one believes. One to ten, with one being no hate and ten being a lot of hate. How much do you hate us right now? I don't hate any of you guys. Mm-hmm. You're my friends, and. All right. 
I would never, never hate on okay. you. That's okay, a that's lie. That's still not an answer of a one to ten, but that's yeah, fine. Being Joe's very, turning into hot wings. Yeah, very hot yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah, stop being me. All right. I got me so, cornered. All right, Joe, it's time. <laughs> All right, I'm in the tire now. Gary, go down to the middle of the hill. All right, Joe, are you ready? Look at these hill rods at the top of the hill. This was what when I really, really enjoyed what we were doing because we would do these long, long-form bits and segments and take it out on the street. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm All right. ready. All right, man. All right, guys. Get set. Your knees. I think he's hurt. What happened? Oh, I'm so badly hurt. Oh, I'm so God. badly hurt. It killed. It killed. Yes. I made it to the bottom. Yeah. There you yeah. go, Joe. Man. Just think of all those Joe Bucks. Oh, was, wow. it, yes. was it fun? Oh, God. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, can, oh God, I can barely stand up. He's hurt. He's uh, hurt. When you yes. got in the tire, yes. were you sitting down on it with your knees facing up? Oh God, no! I hit a jump, man. I hit a jump, <laughs> and when I landed, it just—I must have just landed on my feet, not expecting that. Oh. Oh. So basically, his legs were shock absorbers. Oh fuck! Oh, that is spectacular. Oh my. God. God. Mm. Boy, was that that was something. Well, I bring this up. I bring this up because uh this story this lady's kid got hurt and so the first thing I pictured was a setting like that, you know? And um because when you go down a hill sledding, I mean especially at Charlie's dump where that scene was. And by the way, if you listen to the audio podcast, I will link up that video that we just uh, that I just shared with you, so you can check that out. Um, you know, there's protocol. First of all, your kids should always wear a helmet because basically they're going to go flying off the thing. So anybody that doesn't send their and then the kids always get pissed about it. You know, they're like, "Oh, come on, no one else is wearing a helmet." Well, too bad. You got to wear a helmet. And then the key is. Because your legs break. If you get to the bottom of that hill, you whip around as fast as possible. And you're facing up the hill. And you teach the kid that. Okay? And then you find a clear... And don't don't go walking up in the traffic zone right in the groove. You know, take the long way around if you have to. And be careful because they're going to hit your sticks. And your legs are going to break in half. So... The story that I'm about to share with you, it's his family warns of sledding danger dangers at uh, Proven Trails. So I was thinking, oh, yeah, that's what they're going to touch on. But no, uh, they're not going to touch on that at all. I started watching this story, and the first thing you'll notice about the this story is the forest that is surrounding uh, the kids as they... Uh, 
as they go down the hill. Oh, my God. Six, a terrifying moment for one West Michigan family. The parents of the child on that stretcher want you to hear their story, and they're hoping to warn others about a Kitt County sledding hill that they believe is too dangerous. Today marks one oh my God. since their son plowed into a tree head first. Look at that place. Who the fuck would take a sled down that? I mean, it should say at the top of that hill, you are going to die. <coughs> I mean, that is, if anybody got, if even one person goes down that hill, there should be a, there should be a cop there for like a week just issuing tickets to people. I, I'm shocked that this even exists. County Park, a 46-acre forest that surrounds a large sand dune, is located on Four Mile Road just west. No offense to the parents because the kid got badly hurt, but if you let your kids go down there, you should be charged with some type of endangerment charge or uh, child abuse because, I mean, this is, the, this is like giving your child a loaded gun and saying, hey, go on out and play uh, uh, guns with the kids. Go out and play war. Robin S. and the East Beltline. Target 8 investigator Susan Samples met up with that family at the scene of their son's collision. This is Caleb and Carrie Chamberlain's first visit since their son's accident one year ago. Kind of waiting for when Carrie was ready. It was probably the worst moment, like single moment of my entire life. It was. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. The last day of Christmas break. That day, um, it was packed. Carrie didn't wow. bring a sled herself that day, figured Provin Trails had too many trees for it. But a family friend brought a sled. Carrie ignored her gut, and on her seven-year-old Look at this. First Look at that place. Holy shit. It should be marked with a skull and crossbones. Do anything. Uh, put up a barriers, and then you, you can walk through it. I mean, this is shocking to me. And it's a fault of the county. They The county should be sued, and these parents are dumbasses. Run on an icy hill right next to the main one. He jumped on a sled, and he went down right there. Sonny Bono is saying, oh, my God, don't do it. And slammed into a tree super fast. Kent County, 911. What? Yeah, I'm on Proven Trails. I have a kid who hit his head on a tree. Okay. Were yeah. you flooding there? Yeah, sending someone right away. He's bleeding profusely. He hit directly, like, to... Wow. There's the kid. He's okay now, thank God. The impact fractured Jackson's skull, caused bleeding on his brain. Jackson's dad, who wasn't Aww. there the day of the accident, says the hill looks even more dangerous than he'd imagined. The number of trees, uh, how steep it is. I kind of want to, like, put up a sign or go to everyone and say, can I show you the photo of my son? This is not really... A safe place to be. Quit smiling, okay? You did this. The Chamberlains say doctors told them if the impact angle were slightly different, Jackson likely would have died. I can't imagine what it'd be like to lose, actually lose your child. Um, because I feel like in those whatever seconds or minutes until he regained consciousness, that's what I experienced. She got a she got a bat in the cave, by the way. There's a bug right there. Can you see that thing? It's terrifying. I was going on my belly head first. Jackson, now eight, says he never even saw the tree before everything went black. I didn't look up at all. My I can you imagine if he said, I wish my mom wasn't so bad at parenting. Head, I was on my belly, so my head was looking at the 
that snow. Carrie already reached out to Kent County, as did Target 8. She wants them to assess safety here and block. If the county, county says, yeah, we will, as soon as you decide to not let your kids go down a death hill. The riskiest hills. As it stands, there's nothing, not even a warning sign. There's already been three kids in the 10 minutes we've been here that almost hit that tree. It's terrifying. She's, she's laugh talking. Kent County leaders tell me they agree with the Chamberlains. Sledding is not recommended at Provin Trails because of the woods. The county tells us they are reviewing the signage policy in light of Jackson's accident. If you're looking for a county park to go sledding, the county only recommends two spots for that, Johnson and Wabasis Lake Parks. Back to you guys. All right, glad to see that he's doing better. And doctors used the term miraculous at one point to talk about his complete recovery. Fantastic. Amazing. Susan, thank you. Thank you. Anyone watching that is like, what type of idiots are these parents? Whoops. Seriously, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, you might, if you're going to do any sledding, you might want to do it in a place where there's no trees around. I mean, come on. Kate, Kate says, quote, and now I can't count anymore. I let my kid do something stupid, and now I want to make rules. Kyle, warning sign, look at the hill and trees, you dumb bitch. Hot wings should date her because of the laugh talking. Hey, hey, your kids just hit uh, his hit. He hit, he hit a tree. <laughs> Terry says it's the tree's fault. Obviously not mom. Patriot Nick says, do you think she was upset that he was still breathing? Quote, damn it. Now I got to act like I care. Uh, apparently, Chris Chris K. Quote, now I can smell colors. <laughs> Unbelievable. Asshole of the day nominees, these dumbass parents. Yeah, I was shocked because I saw the story and it's like, ah, what is this one about? And then the first image you see is what looks like the Sequoia National Forest with a path going downhill. Hey, let's let our kids... You know, did you notice it was all white kids too? This is a stupid white kid thing to do, okay? The black kids go there and they go, you guys are stupid as fuck. There's a reason why we're going to run this country. JDB3304 says, let them sled. Survival of the fittest sledding in the woods is fun. You're an idiot. Kate says, I'm still laughing at Chris's smelling colors comment. Oh, my God. Yeah, probably not a good idea. You got to put up a sign now. Shut up. But they probably should. Just because people are stupid, you know? All right. Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. Send your questions in. Subject line, Meathead 
Dear Meathead. Any of those uh, combinations, whatever, Meathead, Dad, that doesn't matter. As long as Meathead is in there, I'll know. With a question, be thinking about something going on in your life. I would love to have him interact with you. Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. Send your questions along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the Shoreliners Striping Inbox, okay? All right, I got to take a break. I got to go pee-pee. It's intermission time. Enjoy this. Enjoy the same song that I play every time. Yep, that was quick. That was quick. Light on my feet today. All right. Hang on. Got a cough. I know you can still hear that. Like very subtly. Uh, Blue Frost IT reminds you that if you have a small or medium-sized business, to call them when you need to upgrade your tech. Don't just go to the store. Hey, we need a new computer. Uh, If you're upgrading new servers, new monitors, new printers, new network, new uh, everything. A freaking new mouse and a new keyboard. Get a complimentary consultation. Doesn't cost you a dime. You sit down. You spend 30 minutes. We're getting ready to, uh, Alan, we're getting ready to move our business. And uh, what's it going to cost to outfit all new equipment? We're starting with new. Business is expanding. What do I need to do? He's going to ask you some questions about what you do at your business. He's going to take some notes. He's going to report back to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm having a terrible time. And say, all right, this is uh, this is what you need. This is what you need to upgrade appropriately. And he's going to give you like price points. This is super great. This is great. This is good. You choose. Okay. Of about how much money you want to spend. It's the absolute thing to do. Saves you time. Saves you money. So you don't buy too much. You don't buy too little. You don't uh, buy the wrong thing. Blue Frost IT for project work. Once you get done with the project, then you transition to managed work. That's what I, first it was project. Adam, Adam, Alan built my computer. That's the project. Now it transitions to managed uh, service. And every month I give him a little bit of money. And I know he's just a phone call away. Alan, problem. I've never had one, but it's a fantastic thing. Uh, Peace of mind having. Blue Frost IT. We are 11 days away from gun school. There is a class Saturday in Holland Township with Prince Arming. Uh, January 15th, if you want to get your CPL training, once you're done with this class, it's going to take you about seven, eight hours on that Saturday. You will then have your certification, uh, and then you just take it over to your county in the great state of Michigan and apply for your pistol license. That's it. I encourage people who want to carry their pistol concealed but don't even have a gun to take this class. That's what Diana did. Take the class. You'll uh, get some range time. You'll fire a weapon. You'll find out what you're comfortable with, size of gun, and things like that. And then you can make an informed purchase. Steve will help you with that. Uh, Prince Arming, online at princearming.com. Call or text 616-204-1705. 616-204-1705. Call or text Steve today. Speaking of guns that won't kill you, TC Paintball. Uh, we're getting set to set up another paintball event, a winter paintball event indoors at TC Paintball. Paintball War number 17 will be announced shortly. In the meantime, keep in mind that you can do a uh, team building event with uh, workplace personnel. 
It's so much fun. On a Saturday, you block out three hours of time. Everybody brings a lot of cash, and then you have at it, man. You get, you, you pay your fee. You get the paint. You get the gun. You get the mask, and off you go. Playing paintball. So much fun. No experience necessary. Great attraction in Grand Rapids. TCPaintballGR.com. There's also a Wednesday Little League. It happens at 5 p.m. Kids come home from school. They're probably going to sit there and play video games all day. Now, screw that. Get the neighborhood's kids together and their dads and go take uh, advantage of the Little League. That's the low-impact equipment that doesn't hurt the kids, but it's like they're playing a real-life video game. I'm telling you, they're going to love you. You're going to open up new doors to them. You're going to bond with your kids. They're going to be away from the video games and moving. How about that? And uh, it's fun. It's just so much fun. TCPaintballGR.com. Hang on. Well, before we started canceling people in the world, uh, when they behave like assholes, all we could do was just watch as uh, uh, really rich people can rape women and then uh, discredit them and probably pay them a lot of money behind closed doors or whatever the fuck and then get away with it. In fact, let me look this up. Ben Rapelessberger Wiki. How did that go when uh, Ben Rapelessberger, quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Okay, sexual assault allegations. 17th of July, 2009, a civil suit was filed in Nevada accusing Rapelessberger of sexually assaulting Andrea McNulty, 31, in June of 08 in a hotel room while he was in Lake Tahoe for a celebrity golf tournament. Um, Rapelessberger, one of nine defendants listed in the docket report, McNulty could not obtain criminal charges to be filed against him due to lack of evidence. Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger's attorney denied the claim. Uh, suit brought, sought at least $440,000 in damages from the quarterback. Also sought $50,000 in damages from Harris Lake Tahoe officials alleging that they went to great lengths to cover up the incident. According to McNulty, she was working as an executive casino host in 08 when she and Roethlisberger struck up a friendly conversation at her desk during the golf tournament. The next thing she said, Roethlisberger her, uh, telephoned her to tell her that the television sound system in his room was not working and asked her to look at it. McNulty said she determined that the TV was functioning properly, but as she turned to leave, he stood in front of the door and blocked her, grabbed her, and started to kiss her. According to the lawsuit, the woman obtained hospital treatment after the alleged attack. A second lawsuit filed by a Harris employee related to an incident involving Roethlisberger four days earlier revealed that Roethlisberger was friends with a Harris executive overseeing Northern Nevada. McNulty's suit alleges that her boss told her that guy Roethlisberger can have anyone he wants. What? On August 8th, 2009, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette published details of an affidavit filed as a part of a motion by two of the other defendants named in the suit to relocate the case 
from Washoe County to Douglas County. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, in the affidavit, Angela Antonetti, McNulty's former co-worker, delivered a sworn statement that McNulty had bragged to her about having consensual sex with Roethlisberger. As part of the affidavit, Antonetti said she was absolutely shocked upon hearing of the case on the radio on July 21. Antonetti explained, I knew that her lawsuit and false allegations would unfairly and unjustly hurt Roethlisberger. According to the affidavit, defendant Antonetti claimed that McNulty had revealed she was hoping she had gotten pregnant with a little Roethlisberger. Antonetti also claimed that she had been asked to travel to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in August of eight in an attempt to run into the quarterback. In response, Antonetti advised McNulty she shouldn't try to chase Ben Roethlisberger. In December of 11, the suit was ended when the parties agreed to a settlement. Details of the settlement were not made public. All right. That sounds like the way it sounds. March 2010. It was revealed that police in Middleville, Georgia, were investigating Roethlisberger for a sexual assault inside the women's restroom of the Capital City nightclub. The accuser, then 20-year-old student at nearby Georgia College and State University, was seen at several establishments with Roethlisberger leading up to the incident, including including posing for a photograph with him. Uh, Let's see. Roethlisberger hired a lawyer, the one who defended Ray Lewis in his murder trial. Mike Tomlin said at the time he was highly concerned for the franchise and Roethlisberger. The accuser was treated at a hospital. Emergency room doc examined her and noted in the report a superficial laceration and bruising and slight bleeding in her vagina, (laughs) but could not say if trauma or sexual assault was the cause. The The remaining examination was normal. A rape kit was collected, but no semen was recovered. The amount of DNA found was insufficient to create a profile. I think he's dodged these. I think I need to be very careful in calling him rapeless burger. In my mind, it didn't seem that way, but going back and reading about it, I don't know if that can be even said. In interviews with the police on the night of the incident, the woman alleged that Roethlisberger, after inviting her and her friends to the VIP area of the nightclub, encouraged them to do numerous shots of alcohol before Anthony Baravecchio, an off-duty Pennsylvania policeman, undercover DEA narcotics officer, and one of Roethlisberger's bodyguards, stated that he led her down a hallway to a stool and left. Witnesses, however, stated that Baravecchio placed his hand on the accuser's shoulder and applied a bit of pressure to guide her into the restroom where she claims the assault took place. Something Baravecchio's lawyer denies. Um, After Baravecchio's purported departure, Roethlisberger allegedly approached, exposed himself, and despite the woman's protest, followed her into what turned out to be a bathroom when she tried to leave through the first door she saw. The woman claims Roethlisberger then raped her. It is further alleged that friends of the woman... No, I think he did it. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to go with Rapelessburger. What do you think? 
Friends of the woman attempted to intervene out of worry, but the second of Roethlisberg's bodyguards, Edward Joyner, an off-duty state, Pennsylvania state trooper, avoided eye contact and said he did not know what they were talking about. Um, so it's, it's messy. To uh, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Middleville Police Sergeant Jerry Blash, who had posed for a photograph with Roethlisberger earlier in the evening when the first officer was the first officer to respond. At the scene, he made a comment about the accuser to Baravecchio. We have a problem. This drunk bitch, drunk off her ass, is accusing Ben of rape. Blash later admitted denigrating the accuser and never formally questioning Roethlisberger. He did speak to the NFL player and his off-duty police bodyguards at the Capital City Club, but according to Blash's own report, Roethlisberger was hardly engaged and spent most of his time on the phone. And I talk to, I'm bringing this all up because his last game in Pittsburgh was last night. Um, April 12, 2010, District Attorney Fred Bright held a press conference to announce that Roethlisberger would not be charged. Bright said, looking at all the evidence here, I cannot prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Furthermore, the accuser wrote to the DA through her lawyer expressing she no longer wanted to pursue criminal charges because the level of media attention would make a criminal trial too intrusive of a personal experience. The letter stressed she was not recanting her accusation. Uh, Art Rooney was furious. The owner of Pittsburgh-based PLB Sports, which marketed Big Ben's Beef Jerky. <laughs> Terminated the company's five-year sponsorship of Roethlisberger. Jerry Blash, the cop, resigned from the police department. Well, I mean, is this going to be... What was this? What went on here? Was this a, ah, she's full of shit? Or, I mean, is this is this where this is going to go? I don't think she is. I think this has happened more than once. Roethlisberger was among the celebrities lampooned in the 14th season premiere of Comedy Central's animated series South Park, appearing in a rehabilitation class for sex addicts, along with David Letterman, Bill Clinton, and others. The show was titled Sexual Healing. The episode aired shortly after the second accusation of sexual assault was made against Rapelisberger. Then... The NFL suspended him for six games without pay for violating the team's personal conduct policy. Why? If you didn't break any rules, why did that even happen? I think this is a prior to cancellation taking place. This was a uh, way of slapping him on the wrist. I absolutely believe that he is a fucking creep. This guy. I'm curious what the Duchess thinks about this. Hmm. Uh, because isn't she like a huge, um, uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Isn't that, I mean, you've been really quiet here while I've been beating the shit out of your rapist quarterback that you root for. The last time you look, you haven't weighed in once on this. 
Oh, okay, there it is. Ugh, hate this. What's it like cheering for a rape quarterback? Okay, she said the right thing. Very disappointed. There's no defending him. Nick says she loves that team. She says they rape other teams on the field as well. Oh, yeah, you have to renounce your uh, your love of him. You need to hate the Pittsburgh Steelers because they've enabled this rapist for years. Why do you love rapists? You can't love the team anymore if a rapist is playing quarterback for them. I can't believe it. We That would mean that you are the new asshole of the day nominee. I think the Duchess of New Jersey has to be a nominee for the asshole of the day because she cheers for rapists. Is that not right? I mean, is, don't you? I want to hear what this rapist had to say. Uh, they interviewed him on the field. Where is it? I had it. Oh, here it is. Okay, now I've been perfect so far in getting audio ready. Check, check. All right, that's there. That's ready to go. Let's hear what Kate's favorite football player has to say here. Ben, as as far as last games at home go, how do you think this one went? Um, You know what? It's funny because it's probably not the way you wanted it other than the win, and that's all that really matters. That's kind of been the... The story of my career. Yes, story of my career. I, I just want the win and to not be accused of rapes that I committed. Not always pretty, but we find a way. And man, did our defense step up tonight? And the guys were they're just so much fun to be out here. These are the best fans of sports, the best place to play. So. Because they enable me when I rape women. What was going through your mind when Najee kind of sealed it, took that last one to the house? I was thinking about how I got away with rape. Um. You know, I didn't think I was going to take the field again, but it's the best play in football when you're an offensive player to take a knee. And so I'm glad I got to do it one last time. Why does he talk ghetto? One last time. How do you leave this place, Ben? I don't know. Uh, but full of uh, rape victims. The win. Uh, I'm just so thankful. For the- uh, I'm just crying. I'm so thankful that nobody busted me for raping those women. I'm just thankful for Kate in New Jersey for looking past me being a rapist fans my family obviously and the good lord has blessed me in so many ways oh fuck I'll you game. i'll be excited and ready to go for that <laughs> this is just an awesome place all week you've- they love rapists in pittsburgh they they love me because i rape women saying you've got to focus you let yourself feel it but you gotta I want focus. To f- at one point i want to thank you for interviewing me even though i rape people look at all these look at all these guys in the background they're all saying a team prayer they're going uh, hey we pray that uh, ben doesn't rape any chicks tonight at what point did you just let it all sink in um probably about now um just the end of it having a chance to go back out there just i don't know i'm gonna lost for words i'm just so thankful for these fans and this place um, there's no, no place like it. We know we know what you have meant to Pittsburgh. But what has this city, this venue, Heinz Field, what has it meant to you? 
Well, I've ripped up many vaginas in the locker room. <laughs> and then I, and then, you know, I just send them on their way and I know I can get away with that. I'm going to rape you later. Everything. Um, like I said, I'm so thankful and blessed to be able to rape. Call this place home uh, for, <laughs> for almost half my life. Um, in front of these fans and seeing all the signs and all the jerseys and um <laughs> yeah i know you love me <laughs> even though i rape and just uh you know to come out here i just i don't know I'm, i've been so blessed and i'm just so thankful congratulations Thanks on a you. wonderful career how awful yet. is this it ain't over yet Vic. yeah it is <laughs> Fuck. that's gross I'm so blessed to throw a ball well enough that I can get away with rape. Wow. Kate just taking it on the chin. Hollywood's world of sports says you could say the same thing about people who cheered for the Baltimore Ravens when Ray Lewis played for them. People cheered for a murderer. Okay, but we're talking about the rapist now. We'll get to the murderer later. We've already talked about the murderer, and that's that's okay. You can do things like that when you're an athlete. You can murder people and rape them if you are good at sports my god kate you need to denounce the pittsburgh steelers you the only way you can be exonerated is by saying that you will never root for them ever again because they have enabled this rapist and it's your fault I cannot believe you did this, Kate. I blame you and all of the Pittsburgh fans. It's your fault. This is the same. If I went and had sex with Bruce behind me right now, this dog, and then I showed up the next day and said, what? You know, he wanted it. And then you then went, okay, yeah, that's good enough. We'll just listen to you anyway. It's the same thing you would be at fault if you listened to me. You have become part of the problem. <laughs> this has got to hurt. This has to hurt a lot. Oh, my God. All right. Enough of that. I'm moving on. Uh, let's see. Let me get into this because there's an update on Antonio Brown. I covered this in the Patreon. And uh, I need to break this down. There is more to the Antonio Brown story. Uh, the idea yesterday that, oh, yeah, he's just crazy. He's an asshole. Um, I, I, I uh, am starting to think that uh, that is not the case. Uh, tell me what you think about this. Because as it's being described now, uh, hang on, I don't have the clip ready, but I'll get it. There you go. 
Well, here's my understanding, Kay, of how this entire situation break, broke down. Midway through the game yesterday, Bruce Aarons and the offensive staff told Antonio Brown to go into the game. They believed that he was healthy. Antonio Brown... This is, by the way, Ian Rappaport. He's like one of the most respected people in sports journalism. ...did not believe that he was healthy. He had been battling an ankle injury for the last several weeks, did not practice Thursday, did not practice Friday, and I know personally had some doubts whether or not he would be able to be out there and play. What he told the staff, from what I understand, is that he was not going into the game because in his mind, he did not feel he was healthy. The response then from the offensive coaches and from Bruce Arians was, if you are not going to go into the game, when we tell you to go into the game, then you cannot be here. At that point, they threw him off the sidelines and then cut him from the team. So Antonio Brown, which Bruce Arians announced at the post-game press conference. Changes everything. He's no longer part of the team. They essentially told him that on the sideline, sent him packing, leading Antonio Brown with a million dollars incentive right within his reach. He was going to get it. Uh, he left all of that, left the field, and now is no longer a member of the Buccaneers. Wow. Um, why is she dressed like that? Anyway, okay, so as as this goes, this this is uh, this is remarkable because we were like, oh yeah, he's crazy, he's crazy. Um, no, he said leading into the game, hey man, I'm hurting. He started the game and he did have a few catches, uh, and and he was hurt. And uh, then he played enough, and he said, hey, I can't go anymore. They said, no, go in the game. He says, I can't, man. I'm hurt. I don't know what to tell you. And that's when they said, well, then you're off the team. We've just cut you, okay? My God. That is, uh, that's that's 100% different. So, Jesus, that, uh, that make him a Detroit Lion. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined on Twitch by the, uh, the, the handsome gentleman who we rated yesterday, CMG underscore Madden player for life. First day of retirement yesterday. Okay. And I, I, I just sent uh, a number of you off to a random show. It was this gentleman. Okay. And he like plays uh, Madden, and then he talks about his game. He loves football. He loves playing video games. But he just retired. His first day of retirement was yesterday. And the whole audience just fell in love with him. So now he's here listening to me. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, he happened to catch me being hard on Ben Roethlisberger. So I need to uh, – this is for you only, by the way. The audience loves you, uh, I don't, uh, CMG, I don't even know your first real name. He says, you're awfully hard on the dude. Don't get me wrong, Eric Zane. I truly don't condone what he did, but I simply can't agree that we should just abandon the whole team. <laughs> In that case, a whole lot of teams would have lost their fan base. Uh, just my humble opinion. Yes, you got to understand, though. Uh, a lot of what I do is always way over the, over the, off the charts on the spectrum. It's always way one-sided, and that's kind of, how it uh, how it is with me, but welcome. I'm glad you're here. And plus, uh, 
it's it's a fun way to troll our beloved Kate. So there you go. Ron is his name. Ron, we got to have you on the show, you know? I don't even know if I can invite you in. Um, I would have to um, send you a link, but at some point, I need to talk to you. Um, in fact, I'll uh, if you could uh, reach out to me, Ron, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and then I'm going to get your email address, and I'm going to bring you in on tomorrow's show and we can uh, we can chit chat and get to know each other and you can become a legend on this show ron the uh, the short moment that you had with them yesterday they fell in love with you ron so just send me an email ron eric e r i c at ericzaneshow.com you i tell you what they just fell in love with you ron there you go. Okay. Uh, so that's the latest. I also want to show you the fans of the uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles at FedEx Field. This was spectacular. Remember that uh, video I showed you yesterday, the fans from uh, the perspective of Jalen Hurts when he was walking off the field? We've got more video that's just barkers of this incident. This is this is even better. Okay? Check this out. <laughs> That's the team in Pittsburgh you should root for, Kate. Okay, you got a great young quarterback. The team's coming on. Uh, Jalen Hurts hasn't raped anybody, as far as we know. I like the guy in the helmet here. He's right here. He's at the bottom. He went down. Let's let's back up and focus on helmet guy. Oh, it's a good thing he had that helmet on because his head hit the ground. Did you see that? Holy shit. Oh, God, did he hit it. I don't think anybody else hit their head. No, I take it back. This guy here in the black, he's got a concussion. Now, these are all Philadelphia Eagles fans, so they're all remarkably stupid. They're, they're the worst fans in football. But watch this. This guy right here. Watch his head. Oh! In fact, his head is the first thing that hits the ground. Jesus. Okay, Hertz helps the guy up who just hit his head. And then all these inbred idiots. They're getting selfies. My God, that is like my favorite thing ever. Uh... You should all just root for the Lions because they're the best team in the NFL. Those fans are now complaining. They're saying, nobody helped us. Nobody offered medical aid. Well, of course not. You're Philly fans. 
You've got no brains in there to begin with. You're the fans that throw snowballs and batteries at Santa Claus. No one cares about you. In interviews with the Philadelphia Inquirer and ESPN on Monday, multiple Eagles fans said they were injured during the incident and that the team did not offer on-site medical attention. They didn't ask if anyone was hurt, and they sure as hell didn't ask if anybody needed medical attention. Said 26-year-old Andrew Collins of Brooklawn, New Jersey. Well, that explains it. Not only is it it's terrible enough that he guy's an Eagles fan, a million times worse that he lives in Jersey. The only thing the staff said to us was to get the F off the field. Another 26-year-old fan, Mike, Mike Namoli. Hey, where, where you, hey, Mike, where you from? I'm from Sickerville, New Jersey. Told ESPN, he was told by staff, everybody get the fuck off the field, he added. They quickly grabbed us away from Jalen and shoot us up into the stands. Well, that's where you belong. If you all didn't weigh 9,000 pounds, the fucking stadium wouldn't have broke in the first place. Uh, Namoli and Collins are friends. Both claim injuries to themselves and others. Both told similar, similar stories of Philadelphia Inquirer. You know, they go, hey, we're going to sue you for everything you got. But if you give me a pork roll, I'll just settle out of court. <laughs> yeah. Washington football team released a statement saying, to our knowledge, Everyone involved was offered on-site medical evaluation, left the stadium with their own accord. I'm very glad no one appears to have been seriously injured. Uh, safety of our fans and guests, blah, blah, blah. Namoli told ESPN, that statement was completely incorrect. All right. According to ESPN, Namoli is the fan wearing the green number one Hertz jersey getting a selfie with the Eagles quarterback. He was fine. Yeah, my initial instinct was there to get a selfie. Obviously, there was a bunch of people on the barricades, Namoli told the Inquirer, that was supplying pressure and made my fingers go numb for a second and turn purple instantly. He claims he later experienced pain in his hand and neck on the drive home. Hey, hey something smarts there. We better get ourselves a fucking six-pack for the road home. It says he spent the night at the hospital. Told the inquirer he didn't suffer broken bones, and this is what happened. He got drunk while he was driving on the way home back to Jersey and said, hey, yeah, I might have a grounds for a lawsuit. I'm going to sue FedEx Field for $90 million, and then I'll settle for $25. He told ESPN he was diagnosed with a cervical strain, a head injury, and elbow and knee contusions. Collins told, you see, if this were any other group of fans, I would say that this is a lawsuit that should be followed up and the fans should be rewarded. But since they're fucking Philly fans, fuck them. Collins said, hey, experienced lower back pain. I pulled my groin. A Washington football team spokesperson told the Inquirer and ESPN that the section that collapsed was designed for wheelchair access and that the railing was attached to a wheelchair ramp instead of anchored in concrete and not intended to be load-bearing. But that didn't stop dumb Eagles fans. Namoli told ESPN, 
There was no signage indicating that access was restricted. The security guard at the bottom, we asked him, can we go over there? And he's like, yeah, Namoli said. If Washington football team wants to come out and say that area is restricted, there is no documentation of that at all. So you know where this is going to wind up. In court, Philly fan, these are the same people who sued, uh, what's that mascot for the Flyers? What's his name? Rusty or, 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 or Grimy or something like that. Remember that story? Grimy, the uh, uh, Phillies mascot or the uh, uh, Flyers, uh, what's his name? Gritty, the Flyers stupid hockey mascot. Some fan said that Gritty beat up his kid or something like that. Remember that? They said, get the fuck out of here. Philly fans. Absolute work. Grime of the league. The only thing worse is Steelers fans enabling Ben Raplesberger. Ron, Madden player for life, says, y'all should have gotten a bit of a feel of my attitude about life and people. I accept everyone's right to do whatever they do without much judgment. I am a I am of the philosophy that philosophy I can't read that we can always agree to disagree without hating on each other. I understand the satire and it's really entertaining for sure. Always nothing but love. You are the best, Rod. I don't want you to get the wrong idea that I'm some kind of maniac who tries to hurt people. It's just today the trolling game is quite strong. I used to live in Jersey, by the way. I love Jersey. I love Kate. I can't believe she's rooting for a rapist. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. E- uh, Philly uh, Eagles fan or Steelers fan? It's tough. It is tough. Tough call right there. You can't be as good as Lions fan. There's no way. Lions fans are a million times better than those fans. The entire state of Pennsylvania is a shithole. And a lot of those Eagles and Pittsburgh Steelers fans are also Jersey fans because they would never, ever make a sports franchise called the New Jersey anything. The only New Jersey pro football team is the one that was run by Donald Trump. What does that tell you? And that was in the 1980s. The United States Football League, New Jersey Generals, owned by Donald Trump. Oh, my God. I said football, ding dong. Didn't I say football? Where am I here? Okay. I didn't even get to the uh, thief that is the lady who runs Theranos. What the hell is her name? I, I don't even know who this person was until today. Elizabeth Warren? Is that her name? No, Elizabeth Warren is someone entirely different. Elizabeth Holmes. Did you follow this story? Uh, white collar crime. Actually, white-collar crime in the United States isn't prosecuted as much as it should be. It's down. Like, if you were to go back to 2011, uh, 
from to now, white-collar crimes are prosecuted a lot less these days than what they used to be. They're letting these rich fucks who steal from people uh, and, and, and dupe the public and get away with it uh, much more now than what they used to. But not in the case of Elizabeth Holmes, who I didn't know anything about this woman until I just saw Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes guilty on four uh, felony charges of the 11 federal charges that were levied against her. Okay, when she was 19 years old, and I think she's like 37 years old right now, if I'm understanding this correctly, and I'm probably ruin, ruining a lot of this, but uh, if I do it any other way, it's going to be boring. She got the bright idea that uh, she's going to do a startup tech company, Silicon Valley company. And I guess they have a, uh, a, uh, a motto in tech companies that you have to fake it to make it. Now, in a lot of ways, that term does mean something. And it could be like fake your attitude until you make it. Like if you start creating something and um, everybody's telling you it's shitty, you got you to gotta act like the building you're doing a podcast from is made of gold uh, until you make it, okay? So that's, that's how I apply that to my own personal life. But in a lot of these Silicon Valley companies, when they say fake it till you make it, what they mean is uh, defraud the investors and lie about the product because that's what Elizabeth Holmes did. She said, I've got a startup and I want everybody to give me money. And uh, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be kiosks at all the Walgreens. And what you do in the old days, if you wanted to get a blood test to determine, uh, you know, if you're sick or if you've got AIDS or if you've got cancer, you go get blood work at, uh, or your blood would be taken and then Quest Diagnostics, you know, they would sit there and analyze it. And uh, we've got a new way. So it's just a kiosk. You just, you just go into the kiosk. And then you poke your finger and you put it into the thing right next to the blood pressure cuff. And then it's going to tell you one of 200 things could be wrong with you. Could say you have AIDS. Could say you have high cholesterol. Could say you have diabetes. Could say if you're pregnant. Could say if you're going to have a miscarriage. Could do all of these things. Oh, my God. I am so happy to be launching this company. Who wants to give me money? And then everybody gave her money. Rupert Murdoch goes, I take $100 million. Here you go. Henry Kissinger was on the board of directors of this company. She is extremely charismatic. And this is like Bernie Madoff level of duping. And every rich fuck in America gave her piles of money. There's a family that lives here 15 miles away. Okay, they gave her millions of dollars. They're called the DeVosses. They believed her. She has quite literally the company from on one specific day, Forbes listed the value of this company, Theranos, at $4 billion. And then the next day valued it after the whistle was blown on it at zero, zero dollars. Because this crazy bitch was so fucking duping everybody. It's incredible. Holy shit. She um, was so into this being the next big tech giant with Theranos that she started, she called her, they were calling her the female Steve Jobs. Okay. And she so bought into that, that she started to wear his clothes. I shit you not. I am not. Look at this. You got to see this. This is insane. 
this crazy bitch started to dress like Steve, wearing the black turtlenecks. Because that's pretty much was his thing, you know? So she's like, well, fucking hey, I'm the next Steve Jobs because I've got all this cash. The problem is she's lying about all this shit. When you um, do the blood test, um, she said, yeah, it, uh, it, it can, you know, detect anything. It's, it's that with just a drop of blood. It's, it's, it's going to revolutionize. Well, that wasn't true. It could only kind of work for about 12 things. And even that was remarkably unreliable. This is a new time viewer. That would be Bunny Pink. Hello, Bunny Pink. Your name sounds charming. It, it, and then there was like some lady I was seeing in the story. It, it said, like she's like pregnant, okay? And she's bringing this bundle of joy to the world. And then she does the prick test. And it says, you're going to have a miscarriage. It's like fucking playing Defender video game. It says on the screen, she puts her finger in the thing. It does a blood prick. And then it says, uh, baby dead. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Some other guy said he, he, uh, he had AIDS, you know. I guess there's a documentary, according to Adnan, on HBO about her because this started to come unraveled years ago, like in 2015. Again, I didn't hear shit about this. But when I heard the amount of money that was was uh, was being just sent to her for this shitty product doesn't work and the lies about it, the extravagant it was it's uh, like I said a Bernie Madoff level of a duping and then all of these people these super rich people who uh, should know better uh, they they lost a ton of cash and uh, then she was charged with fraud. So now I think she lucked out here because of the 11 federal charges guilty on four of those. Um, blah, 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 former CEO founder and founder failed blood testing startup. Theranos found guilty in four charges, defrauding investors, capping off the stunning downfall of this former tech icon. Um, the charges Holmes found guilty of include one count of conspiracy to defraud investors as well as three wire fraud Counts tied to specific investors. Holmes faces up to 20 years in prison as well as fines of $250,000 plus restitution for each count. She's got to pay these people back. I don't know how the fuck she's going to do that. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, a turning point came in 2015 when medical research profession professionals, professors John Ioannidis, and some other person who's Greek, along with investigative journalist John Carreyrou of the Wall Street Journal, questioned the validity of, of Theranos' technology. The company faced a string of legal and commercial challenges from medical authorities because people were taking the tests and like, well, this shit doesn't work. And it's and then they tipped off the Wall Street Journal. Journal, they start poking around. And again, the press blows the lid off it. I love when that happens. Uh, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission got involved, and those are the people that are like, yeah, you're lying to everybody about this shit. Also, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, state attorneys general, former business partners, patients, and others. By June of 2016, it was estimated that Holmes' personal net worth went from 
I thought it was company net worth. Her personal net worth went went from four point five billion to actually zero. It actually wrote zero. Wow. Uh, what remained of the company was dissolved in September of 2018. I mean, they had like a huge campus and like hundreds of people working there. Oh, uh, fucking catastrophic. This uh, trial began in August of this year. And uh, there's another dude who used to be a boyfriend who's good, who's also facing charges she is claiming he beat her and abused her. And God knows, he probably did. But that has, I don't know how that changes what went down uh, with all of the wire fraud and our other various things that you're guilty of. Fuck, man. Incredible. Uh, I need to see that documentary. I, I'm really interested in that. I didn't even, I had no idea anything about this up until like 12 hours ago. Absolutely incredible. All those people duped. And then she's lying. She's saying like, well, the military uses it. It's big in other countries. And all these rich people are like, oh yeah. Okay. Sounds good. And they just throw money at her. How does that even work? I'm trying to get somebody to give me five bucks for a fucking Patreon. And you get some lady who says, yeah, you just go to Walgreens and stick your finger in the thing. Can I have a hundred million dollars? Yeah, sure. No problem. Doesn't even fucking work. Oh, fuck. That's incredible. All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. No matter where you are enjoying the show, if you need a mortgage, this is who I'd like you to call, okay? And, I, you know, I, I say this every time. Go ahead and do your uh, homework and uh, call people you know who might do the same, uh, be in the same line of work. I'm not saying you hire Mario Sight Unseen, but just talk to him. See what he can do for you. Uh, read the room, okay? Uh, if he passes the sniff test of that interview and that's what you're doing, you're talking to him. Hey, Eric Zane sent me. Uh, I'm in, going to be in the uh, market uh, for getting a mortgage, and he tells me I should go to you. Why? Be that blunt about it. And, and you hear what he has to say, okay? And then compare your own notes with the people that you deal with, and I'm more often than not, Mario's going to win that business. Please mention to him when you call that uh, you are a listener of the Eric Zane Show podcast, 231-332-6505. From anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. We're moments away from the asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Yesterday, it was the guy at the Peach Bowl who tried to beat up that ripped black guy. Who is it going to be today? Is it going to be the family that threw their kid down the hill and had him smash into the tree? Is it going to be Kent County, Michigan for not stopping the kids from going down the hill? Is it going to be Kate for saying that Ben Ben Roethlisberger is her hero? Is it going to be Philly fans for acting like bitches when they fell out of the stands? Who is it going to be? We'll find out. Before I get to that, though, um, 
if you needed an, I know you need an insurance checkup. Everybody needs an insurance checkup. Well, you know, more than once. You should do this every so often. You've got your homeowners. You've got your car. You've got your health uh, insurance if you're not employed. You've got Medicare. Um, you've got dental insurance. Um, all of these things factor into cost and coverage. And you might be thinking, well, I've got coverage now and, and I pay what I think is okay, uh, but I guess I don't know. This is all I'm asking you to do. And this is free. It doesn't cost you anything to do this. Send a text or a phone call to Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. He is a licensed independent, independent insurance agent slash broker. 616-914-4070. Doesn't matter where you are listening or watching this show. And say, Zane sent me. Can you help me? Or can I get a checkup? Say whatever you want. Doesn't matter. He's going to send you a link. You click on it. You can do this all on your phone. It's a uh, appointment builder. It'll say, when do you want to talk to me? You pick a time and a date. 4.30 Thursday. Where do you want to meet? Zoom. Over the phone. At our favorite coffee shop. My business. Your home. You pick. You talk to Frank for 10 minutes. And then he gets his information he needs. And then, like a bloodhound, uh, searching for best deals on insurance, he comes up with an alternative for you. Sometimes it might be, you've got great coverage. I can't save you any money. Thank you for your time. Most of the time, it's going to be, I can get you a lot better coverage for a lot less money. Are you interested? Yeah. That's it. It's awesome. Frank Fuss is a wizard. Avoid discount double check and the progressive price tool, ding dong. You're paying way too much for that. How do you think they pay for those marketing plans? 616-914-4070. Lastly, on the show today, fullhousecomedy.com. Go to that website if you want to go see a comedy show. That is the only way you can see comedy in West Michigan at uh, any one of the full house comedy venues. You got Christopher Titus appearing this coming weekend. You've got him in Muskegon, Michigan. You've got him in Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, Boy, also Eric Griffin is coming to town. Brett Ernst is coming to town. And on and on and on. All the shows... At FullHouseComedy.com. There you go. Bobcat Goldway. Yes, absolutely. All right. I'm going to send you back to Ron playing Madden again today if he's over there. Who is the asshole of the day? All right. Fireversary, we talked about that. Talked about bench pressing. Talked about Queen of the Forest uh, using terrible language in front of children. The drunk idiot on the subway broke his neck. Oh, God. Sledding lunacy. Ben Raplesberger. Pittsburgh fans loving him, including Kate. Ian Rapoport blows the lid off of Antonio Brown. Philly fans falling out of the stands is awesome. Them whining about it is not. Uh, 
And then there's um, Elizabeth Holmes being found guilty of fraud. Who is your asshole of the day? Get your votes in now. Any suggestions? You can send them along in the live uh, on the live stream. Hmm. All right. Your uh, input does affect what I think. And uh, let's just call it out here. That mother endangered her child by sending him down the hill. And then she tried to blame the county. Oh, yeah, my, the alarms are going off in my head. I wasn't sure about that, but I decided to just let him do it. Whammo! It's all your fault. You did that. You should have been charged with child neglect, you idiot. And any of the parents that let their kids go down that hill, you are foolish, stupid people. Okay? Let's just get out in front of that. All right, I'm already late. I've got uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia happening at 10.30 with Chris B. taking on Dale for 75 bucks. Megan next week, Tuesday. All right, we're going to raid Ron's uh, stream in a minute, so stay with me. Thanks for being part of this show, folks. You are the best. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, okay? That's it. Thank you. Bye-bye.